here, listeners, to a brand new episode of My Sister's TBR. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Stacey. As always, we're your book-obsessed sisters navigating the boundless world of literature one captivating tale at a time. In today's episode, we're going to be sharing our current reads and delving into the highly anticipated releases of October. Plus, we've got a special feature on The Coven by Harper L. Woods, a paranormal romance with a villain main male character. Mm, our favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so grab your cherished mug of something warm and your coziest blanket and let's dive right in. Without further ado, we will jump right into the news that we have come across, like something that many of our listeners, I'm sure, have um, pre-ordered a mysterious Red Towers <laughs> <laughs> book with no information other than it being by Rebecca Yarrows. <laughs> uh, you know, your your committed fans one. <laughs> yeah. I pre-ordered it the day before Rebecca got on and announced that it was the special holiday edition <laughs> of Fourth Wing. Ah. So, okay. Yep. I'm actually upset over this, though, because last week I went in and ordered Fourth Wing and pre-ordered Iron Flame. <laughs> and then, finally, she announces the new edition of Fourth Wing. So can it's you return your first? Oh. I could, but it's going to take even longer because I have to wait for it to get yeah. here, and then I'd have to return it. And it's like... Yeah, especially where you're two, it just makes it a lot more difficult. Yeah. It's, it's fine. I'll live vicariously through you and everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's... I think that this holiday edition matches Iron Flame nicer. I think. Yeah. Because it has oh, very similar uh like color scheme to it. Plus it'll have the black sprayed edges like yeah. Iron Flame. It won't have like the fancy dragons like the first uh print of Fourth Wing, which I'm still devastated that I missed out on. So I was determined this time I was not missing out on the special edition <laughs> of Fourth Wing. You jumped at that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's going to be released the same day as Iron Flame. So oh. I should get both of them the same the same time. <gasps> That's going to be so nice. Did you know that it's going to have uh, two bonus chapters from Zayden's point of view? Did you hear that? <sighs> yes. <laughs> uh, yes. It's going to be, it'll be available on our website and that. So even if you don't okay. pre-order it, you'll still be able to read it. Cries. And I'll be sure to send you lots of pictures of how pretty it looks next to yes, Iron Flame. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll just be staring at my white and black pages on my shelf. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm so excited. And speaking of special editions, uh, The Coven, which is our featured read for this month, is releasing a gorgeous sprayed edges edition next year. Both book one and book two. So that's going to be very pretty. Oh, they're so pretty. I mean, like, the covers are beautiful already. Uh, book one and book two uh, on the sides, like the sprayed edges, are the flowers that are on the front of each <gasps> of the fronts. Yeah, it's, like, so, so nice. So, nice. so Oh, my God. I'm definitely, definitely buying them. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, that's those are some trophies right there. Yeah. Uh, side note, I have finished our featured read already. 
So I already know that I'm going to be buying special editions of them. Okay, that gives me hope. I, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I haven't finished it yet, but. We'll talk about it a bit more after. Yeah. Another little bit of, like, local news is um, the Bookshop NL on Instagram. Um, I believe she's on Facebook as well, but uh, she actually, like, finally launched her website. Good for her. Yeah. And for anybody who doesn't know, it's um, a woman in Corner Brook who is selling like new and pre-loved books and just like other various like bookish things. And her Instagram is so cute. It's so like aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> her <Aww>. pictures. <laughs> but like she has so many different things and it's amazing. I... I really, really want to order the candles because she has candles that are, a lot of the jars will have sayings on it like, the book was better, uh, uh, happily ever after, plot twist, cozy reads, and like, they're all like, different scents. I'm obsessed. Yeah, they look so nice too. I want them for my shelves. Some more news that was recently... <laughs> announced in the book world that you know we're all over <laughs> anyone who has been listening to us since the beginning <laughs> knows how obsessed we are with pen pal by jt geisinger i'm just obsessed with her at this point <laughs> yeah <laughs> um Pen Pal was picked up by the Tar Publishing Group's Bramble. It's going to come with additional bonus content that wasn't included in her original version. A chapter from Aiden's point of view. Yes, please. They'll have gorgeous stenciled edges. Some more, some more books with some nice edging. <laughs> oh, and interesting. I actually, I didn't notice this when you first sent it to me. Um... She's also removed the depiction of schizophrenia in Michael's character. Yeah. That was, I think, suggested by some readers. Very interesting. interesting. I like how she's taking these, the suggestions from readers, like things that could be problematic in her writing. So the this will be released in July of next year, and the special edition is only a limited print run and will be available while supplies last. Okay, I need to set an alarm. <laughs> yes, but the bonus content is actually available now on ebooks and audiobooks. No way. Oh my god, can you imagine that as an audiobook? Okay, I need I need to reread. Good lord. Or re-listen Okay, I want to listen to it, but I also want to order this so I can have, like, the physical yeah. copy and then reread it. Just do Maybe it I'll all. Maybe just read it three times. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Okay. <laughs> I mean, Done. it was our favorite book of last year, so. Yeah, it was so good. I still have not read a book that has hit me the same. No. As that Everybody book. here has seen seen my reaction to that line. <laughs> <laughs> i haven't i have not experienced that again yet no oh my god i i need to i need that again like i've had obviously books that an accumulation of sentences has made me cry yeah. 
but I have not experienced one sentence. Yeah, to send you over the edge like that. Yep. <laughs> Haven't experienced that Just yet. Just instant. Oh my god. <laughs> I want to read it again for the first time. <laughs> I need those sprayed edges. <sighs> okay. Yeah, so I'm not... She didn't specify when you can pre-order it. I don't know if you can pre-order right now. We're going to have to look into this. Like, Yeah. I'm ASAP. going to. As soon as this podcast is over, I am running. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that is all of the news that we have for this month. For now. For right now. <laughs> but now we can start talking about the new releases that are coming out this month. There's so Uh, many that I want to read. Oh, God. I can't wait. Not very often I put, um, like, the second or third, like, you know, books from series on these new releases because I don't like, you know, jumping ahead in series. But this one I had to make an exception for because I've talked about this book before. Um, Icebreaker by Hannah Grace. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's... (laughs) I don't know. It just holds like a, a special place in my heart. <laughs> but uh, book two was actually released October 3rd. It's called Wildfire. It's 400 pages. It's a romance, a sports romance. <laughs> you like these. You like those. <laughs> <laughs> the latest in the Maple Hill series follows two summer camp counselors who reconnect after a sizzling one night stand. Maple Hill students Russ Calligan and Aurora Roberts cross paths at a party celebrating the end of the academic year, where a drinking game results in them having a passionate one-night stand. Never one to overstay her welcome or expect much from a man, Aurora slips away before Russ even has the chance to ask for her full name. Imagine their surprise when they bump into each other on the first day of summer camp, where they are both counselors. Hoping to escape their complicated home lives by spending the summer working, Russ hopes if he gets far enough away from Maple Hills, he can avoid dealing with the repercussions of his father's gambling addiction. While Aurora is tired of craving attention from everyone around her and wants to go back to the last place she truly felt at home. Russ knows breaking the camp's strict no-staff fraternizing rule will have him heading back to Maple Hills before the summer is over. But unfortunately for him, Aurora has never been very good at caring about the rules. Will the two learn to peacefully coexist or did their one-night stand start a fire they can't put out? Oh. Sounds pretty cute. And is it actually like a continuation of uh, it's t- It's the same character. Like, Russ is in the first book. He's just one of, like, the friends. Okay. I think it'll be a cute little book. I did like Russ in Icebreaker, so. Is that considered a standalone? Uh, I'm like going to consider yes. I'm going to say yeah, probably. Hmm. I have seen that all over TikTok, though. Like, I... I definitely mm. do want to read it. Seems like such a cute, cozy read. It strikes me as like it would be a nice summer read, though. I, I think I think releasing it in October doesn't feel like it should be an October release. Mm. Yeah. Um. Then up next, we have Sword Catcher by Cassandra Clare. Ooh. That's the author of the uh, Mortal Instruments, City of Bones. Oh. That's interesting. I've, like, heard of that. I've never read it or seen it, but... Oh, Becky. (laughs) Yes? We'll get you fixed up one of these days. (laughs) I live under a rock, okay? 
a very comfortable rock one of the best series of my teenage years and early adult years (sighs) i feel so behind on so many things (laughs) okay um this had some pretty good ratings too Mm. 597 pages and it's a fantasy ya romance okay oh it's also listed as adult so I'm wondering if it's more YA or more A. <laughs> Two outcasts find themselves at the center of world-altering change in the start of a riveting epic fantasy series from the number one New York Times best-selling author of the Shadow Hunter Chronicles. In the vibrant city-state of Castellane, Castellane, the richest of nobles and the most Debacked of criminals have one thing in common, the constant search for wealth and the next hedonistic thrill. Kel is an orphan stolen from the life he knew to become the sword catcher, the body double of a royal heir, Prince Connor Aurelian. He has been raised alongside the prince, trained in every aspect of combat and statecraft. He and Connor are close as brothers, but Kel knows he has one destiny, to die for Connor. No other future is possible. Lynn Castor is one of the Ashkar, a small community who still possesses magical abilities. By law, they must live behind walls in the city, but Lynn, a physician, ventures out to tend to the sick and dying of Castellane. Despite her skills, she cannot heal her best friend, Miriam, without access to forbidden knowledge. After a failed assassination attempt brings Lynn and Kel together, they are drawn into the web of the mysterious ragpicker king, the criminal ruler of Castellane's underworld. He offers them each what they want most, but as they descend into his world of intrigue and shadow, they discover a conspiracy of corruption that reaches from the darkest gutters of Castellane to the highest tower of its palaces. As long-kept secrets begin to unravel, they must ask themselves, is knowledge worth the price of betrayal? Can forbidden love bring down a kingdom? And will Lynn and Kel's discoveries plunge their nation into war and the world into chaos? Mm. I just love a good fantasy now. Oh. (laughs) Oh, there's so many that you can read now. But that definitely sounds like a good, a good one. And I do you really yeah, like Sandra I re- Claire? I yeah okay. So maybe on my bucket list for twenty twenty four is to catch up on all of these good series. Yes, that I'm supposed to have already read slash seen, like Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> I live under a rock. Okay, I'm in my own bubble. I take uh, things at my own pace. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, So next we have The Graham Effect by L. Kennedy. Uh, I've read a couple of her books now. Oh. She has some really good sports romances, and I think this is another one. Uh, I have been seeing it quite often. I remember seeing her all over TikTok. Like, Mm -hmm. a lot of her books are on KU now. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I've definitely seen that too. What's her, the score? Yeah, like the mistake, the deal, the score. They're the off-campus books. Right. And, like, they're spicy, too, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's good. Okay. Tell us about this one. <laughs> okay. So this is, it's expected to be published October 31st. 
Uh, oh, and this one is, like I said, a sports romance. Gigi Graham has exactly three goals. Qualify for the women's national hockey team, win Olympic gold, and step out of her famous father's shadow. So far, so good, except for two little things. Fine, a little thing and a big grumpy thing. She needs to improve her game behind the net, and she needs help from Luke Ryder. Ryder is a six foot five, built, opinionated, rude, and sexy as hell, but he's still the enemy. Briar's new hockey co-captain has his reasons. The men's team just merged with a rival program, leaving Ryder with an angry roster where everyone hates one another's guts. To make matters worse, the summer coaching spot he's angling for with the legendary Garrett Graham is out of reach after he makes the worst possible first impression on his hero. So really, this compromise with Gigi is win-win. He helps her make the national team. She puts in a good word with her dad. The only potential snag? This bone-deep, body-numbing, mind-spinning chemistry they're trying to ignore. It's a dangerous game they're playing, but the risk just might be worth it. I love a good sports romance. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, And like the combination of what described him. That's our favorite. Right? Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Like six foot five, built, opinionated, rude, sexy as hell, enemy. Red flags. Just, that is the perfect stew right there. Mm. (laughs) Pour pour me up a bowl of that. (laughs) I haven't read any L. Kennedy books yet. But every single time that I went into chapters, I would always look at her books and just be like, you know what? Is today the day? Like, I I, I have been <laughs> wanting to read her for, for a very long time. Well, she's on KU now. True. So. I'm gonna have to, yeah, I'm going to have to jump on that. Yeah. Maybe I'll read this one when it comes out. I haven't read any sports romance yet. There's so many good ones. We need to do, like, just a full episode on sports romance books you yeah you could talk for a whole hour on that i believe it's <laughs> so good uh, um then up next we have the on making of june pharaoh by adrian young and this is 336 pages fantasy mystery romance mm. and this one comes out on october 17th A woman risks everything to end her family's centuries-old curse, solve her mother's disappearance, and find love in this mesmerizing novel from the New York Times bestselling author of Spells for Forgetting. In the small mountain town of Jasper, North Carolina, June Farrow is waiting for fate to find her. The Farrow women are known for their thriving flower farm, the mysterious curse that has plagued their family line. The whole town remembers the madness that led to Susanna Farrow's disappearance, leaving June to be raised by her grandmother and haunted by rumors. It's been a year since June started seeing and hearing things that weren't there. Faint wind chimes, a voice calling her name, and a mysterious door appearing out of nowhere. The signs of what June always knew was coming. But June is determined to end the curse once and for all, even if she must sacrifice finding love and having a family of her own. After her grandmother's death, June discovers a series of cryptic clues regarding her mother's decades-old disappearance, except they only lead to more questions. 
But could the door she once assumed was a hallucination be the answer she's been searching for? The next time it appears, June realizes she can touch it and walk past the threshold. And when she does, she embarks on a journey that will not only change both the past and the future, but also uncover the lingering mysteries of her small town and entangle her heart in an epic star-crossed love. With the on-making of June Farrow, Adrian Young delivers a brilliant novel of romance, mystery, and a touch of the impossible. A story you will never forget. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <gasps> that? That is... I added to yeah done so it's like hold on like i guess kind of like an alternate reality is what she's walking into like when she goes in through the door and she maybe and what epic star-crossed love oh he's still in my heart that sounds really really good but that um i don't know just the whole concept of like the door and being able to go through it i'm i'm hooked yeah me too Added to the TBR. Next, we have The Hurricane Wars. This is book one by Thea Guanson. A fantasy romance. It's mm. already released. I've been seeing it all over TikTok. It's absolutely stunning, the cover. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's 480 pages. The heart is a battlefield. All Taliesin has ever known is The Hurricane Wars. Growing up an orphan in a nation under siege by the ruthless Knight Emperor, Talson has found her family among the soldiers who fight for freedom. But she is hiding a deadly secret. Light magic courses through her veins, a blazing power believed to have been wiped out years ago that can cut through the Night Empire's shadows. Prince Alaric, the Emperor's only son and heir, has been forged into a weapon by his father. Tasked with obliterating any threats to the Night Empire's rule, with the strength of his armies and mighty shadow magic, Alaric has never been bested. That is, until he sees Talison burning brightly on the battlefield with the magic that killed his grandfather, turned his father into a monster, and ignited the Hurricane Wars. In a clash of light and dark, their powers merge and create a force the likes of which has never been seen. Talison and Alaric both know this war can only end with them, but a greater threat is coming, and the strange new magic they can create together could be the only way to overcome it. Thrust into an uneasy alliance, they will confront the secrets at the heart of the war and find in each other a searing passion, one that could save their world or destroy it. An exquisite fantasy brimming with unforgettable characters, sizzling enemies to lovers, romance, and richly drawn worlds, The Hurricane Wars marks a breathtaking debut of an extraordinary new writer. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, and enemies the lovers. Hello. <laughs> oh, I am so excited. That's gonna. Yeah. That is another. Like that's just gonna be epic. This is shaping up to be a very good month so far. It is right. Oh my god, we're not even halfway through. <laughs> I would literally just buy that just for the the cover alone. Right. Okay. What's next? This is another beautiful cover so the next one is starling house by alex e harrow 320 pages and this was already released on october 3rd this is fantasy horror interesting romance okay mm-hmm. fantasy horror okay i haven't Done. read oh my gosh i don't know if i've ever read anything that's considered like a fantasy horror i'm intrigued already honestly <laughs> Like, what a good mix. Fantasy, yeah. horror, gothic, 
romance, mystery, sold all in one. A contemporary gothic fairy tale about a small town haunted by the history it can't quite seem to bury and the canny, clever young woman who finds herself drawn to the house that sits at the crossroads of it all. Starling House is odd and ugly and fully of secrets just like its heir. Opal knows better than to mess with haunted houses or brooding men, but it might be a chance to get her brother out of Eden, and it feels dangerously like something she's never had, a home. But she isn't the only one interested in the house or the horrors and wonders that lie beneath it. If Opal wants a home, she'll have to fight for it. She'll have to dig up her family's dark past and let herself dream of a brighter future. She'll have to go down, down into Underland and claw her way back to the light. Starling House is the sweeping romantic new novel from New York Times bestseller and Hugo Award winner Alex E. Harrow. Okay. okay. That is such a short description. It is. <laughs> But honestly, I love it when they're vague because I feel like then they don't they don't need to like overcompensate. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, you know what? This is a good ass book. I don't need yeah. to overcomplicate it. Yeah, and I mean, even just the cover alone will make you want to pick it up and buy it. So they really don't yep, have to do much beautiful. to sell it. <laughs> okay, I like this whole down into Underland. Yeah, mm-hmm. like and plus like a contemporary gothic fairy tale. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Because usually you think like gothic fairy tale. You don't think contemporary. You think like historical almost. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Next we have Midnight is the Darkest Hour by Ashley Winston. Uh, this is was released October 3rd. It's 400 pages and it's a thriller, mystery, horror, adult romance. That's Ooh. okay. Let's go. Another interesting uh, combination there. Uh-huh. We're starting off pretty good. For fans of Verity and A Flicker in the Dark, this is a twisted tale of murder, obsessive love, and the beastly urges that lie dominant within us all. Even the God fearing folk of Bottom Springs, Louisiana. In her small hometown, librarian Ruth Cornier has always felt like an outsider even as her beloved father rains fire and brimstone warnings from the pulpit at Holy Fire Baptist. Unfortunately for Ruth, the only things the townspeople fear more than the god and the devil are the myths that haunt the area, like the story of the low man, a vampiric figure said to steal into sinners' bedrooms and kill them on moonless nights. When a skull is found deep in the swamp next to mysterious carved symbols, Bottom Springs is thrown into uproar and Ruth realizes only she and Everett, an old friend with a dark past, have the power to comb the town's secret underbelly in search of true evil. A dark and powerful novel like fans have come to expect from Ashley Winstead, Midnight is the Darkest Hour is an examination of the ways we've come to expect love, religion, and stories to save us, the lengths we have to go to in order to take back power, and the monstrous work of being a girl in this world. Oh... These are all so good. I feel like that one's going to give like some real like, like creepy. I think that's going to be a good thriller. Yeah, oh, 100%. And like, I like that it's, it's also classified as like a horror th- thriller. So I think it's, yeah, like it's going to have more yeah. of like creepy, eerie yeah. vibes than just like a basic thriller. Because like, like everybody knows here, August. <laughs> that didn't do anything for us. <laughs> yeah. 
I need yeah. to read something that's going to make me, like, bite my fingers, you know? <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? I understand. <laughs> I want to sit on the edge of my seat. I want to be able to not sleep. I think that was our problem, was that we were just looking at, like, mystery thrillers that were a little more mm. heavier on the mystery side. We needed yep. thriller horror. Yeah. That's what and we were looking for. I like how they compared this, or, like, said, like, for fans of Verity. Yeah. Because that's what we've been trying to find, is another book. Has it been a while since we've talked about Colleen Hoover? I feel like it's, like, we barely yeah. ever talk about her anymore. Because I am on a break. I am not ready <laughs> to be finished all of her books. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I forgot that. But, oh, mm, side note, I just ordered Too Late. Oh. oh okay. I'm sure. So I ordered four books, I think. Too Late, Fourth Wing, and I pre-ordered Poetry Book Harmony by uh, Whitney Hansen, and I pre-ordered Iron Flame by Rebecca Yaros. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm slowly ready to continue reading her. Okay. Yeah. I'll read Too Late with you two when, uh, okay. when you start. Okay. What do we have next? <sighs> okay. So the last book for our releases for October is Last to Leave the Room. By Caitlin Starling. This is 320 pages and it's released on October 10th. And this is horror, science fiction, adult mystery, LGBT, and thriller. That's an interesting that combination is... again. Yep. I like it. The new novel of genre busting, true, mm-hmm. <laughs> of genre busting speculative horror from the acclaimed author of The Death of Jane Lawrence. The city of San Sirocco is sinking. The basement of Dr. Tamsin Rivers, the arrogant, selfish head of the research team assigned to find the source of the subsidence, is sinking faster. As Tamsin... I'm sorry, that's too close to Tamlin, and I keep I know. (laughs) I was gonna say that, too. (laughs) As Tamsin grows obsessed with the distorting dimensions of the room at the bottom of the stairs she finds a door that didn't exist before and one night it opens to reveal an exact physical copy of her this doppelganger is sweet and biddable where tamson is calculating and cruel it appears fully terribly human passing every test tamson can devise but the longer the double exists, the more Tamsin begins to forget pieces of her life, to lose track of time, to grow terrified of the outside world. As her employer grows increasingly suspicious, Tamsin must try to hold herself together long enough to figure out what her double wants from her and just where the mysterious door leads. Dot, dot, dot. Oh. Oh, I like that. Wow. Okay, I'm obsessed with these, like, secretive doors and being able to go into the (laughs) random doors that appear. Yeah, there seems to be a a theme. But that really reminds me of House of Leaves. The way that, like, it was talking about, Uh... um, like, the distorting dimensions of the room at the bottom of the stairs and opening up the door. And, like, it just, it's really putting me in mind of House of Leaves. That's awesome. Oh, I love that. Yeah. There are so many that I... Oh, God. (laughs) I want to read them all. We need more hours in the day so we can keep up with our TBR. 
do we ever I just need like a full month where I don't have to work and I can just sit <laughs> my butt down and just read. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that sounds very, very interesting. And I wonder what's like, what's giving it the horror vibes. Yeah, I'm wondering like how much this doppelganger is like actually messing with her life. Mm. You know, like how she says like she's starting to lose track of time. She's forgetting pieces of her life. I'm wondering if that's where that story is going to the point where the doppelganger takes over her life. That, oh, that sounds so interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's a good month right there. I may have to actually look that one up, like, tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I guess we'll jump right into our current reads. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think okay. this is the first time in a very long time that I've literally only had one book on my plate. Holy crap. Yeah. Normally you're juggling like ten. Like five, <laughs> six books. Like. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Oh, man. I need to up my game. <laughs> That's okay. We just talked about a whole lot of books that I really want to read. So. Yeah. We're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll catch up now. What book are you reading? So I'm reading two right now, one being the featured read, uh, but then the other one that I'm reading is Morbidly Yours. Oh, yes. (laughs) So I started reading that. I was started to read The Hot Vampire Next Door or whatever it was called from or by Nikki St. Crow, but I put a pause on that because I did really, really want to read Morbidly Yours and I just didn't have enough time to read all three books. Mm-hmm. So, Morbidly Yours. I know you already talked about this on previous episodes, but just in case if anybody else is new here, <laughs> I'll just talk about it again. Mm-hmm. So, Morbidly Yours by Ivy Fairbanks is 330 pages. It's a contemporary romance. Falling for the wrong person, bury your feelings. Callum Flannelly would rather dive into an open grave than take a stranger to dinner and a movie. But he can only inherit the family undertaking business and carry on their legacy under one condition. He must marry before his 35th birthday. So it's out of the mortary and into the dating scene. Lark Thompson would rather get crushed by a falling anvil than live next to a funeral home during her stay in Galway, Ireland. The vivacious American cartoon creator and animator came here to embrace life, not be reminded of losing her husband. When Lark learns of Callum's dilemma and aversion to marrying out of necessity rather than love, she agrees to help the introverted mortician. Although sworn off love herself, she is optimistic that Callum can find the one and secure his inheritance. But as the dating project progresses and their friendship grows, so does a mutual attraction. The more time she spends with serious, sarcastic Callum, the more she dreads finding him a match. And the more disastrous dates he endures, the more trepidation he feels for Lark's imminent return to the States. If they think it's possible to ignore their connection, they're dead wrong. <laughs> I'm not very far into this yet, but as soon as I started reading it, I know right away that I'm, I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't really talk on it very much because it's more so for end of month since I've read it. So I can't really 
<laughs> I can't really say much. You can't spoil no, anything. No, <laughs> no. But it's good. Yeah, I like um yeah, I can't I can't talk about it too much either cuz like I don't want to give anything away, but so far so good. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. I just I love her writing style. I yeah, I'm I'm definitely a fan. I can already tell that this is going to be a four or five star. Uh, I'm going to say a four star rating. I'm, I'm picky over my five stars now, but <laughs> I already know that it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're really going to like it. I mean, for the most part, I pretty much like any book that you recommend. So. Touche. 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 So what are you currently reading right now? Uh, I'm reading Nevermore Bookstore. By Kerrigan Byrne and Cynthia St. Aubin. I've seen this like everywhere the last like month or so. It's a contemporary romance. It's listed as paranormal. Oh. But I don't think it actually is. No? No. So I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, So it's 363 pages. I'm about, I'm 50%, I think. I am. I'm 50% through it. So I've got a pretty good idea. Um, like the characters in that now. And I'm really liking it. Cadence Caddy Bloomquist knows two things for sure. First, shelving books at her shop, Nevermore Bookstore, totally counts as cardio. Second, staying late every Thursday night to take a certain mysterious customer's order is not the same as waiting by the phone for some man. Until... Until the calls with the man who identifies himself only as Fox last for hours and becomes the highlight of her week. Which leaves her to wonder if his jagged velvet voice can kindle her fire over the phone. What sort of alchemy might it inspire if they met in person? There's nothing Roman Fox wants more than the brilliant, beautiful bookstore owner, but Roman Fox knows it can never happen. Secreted in his mountain hideaway, high above sleepy little Townsend Harbor, the hermit's existence shields him, and those around him, from the pain of his past. Until. Until one of their weekly calls is interrupted by a break-in, and Fox is powerless to protect the woman who has become his one link to the world. Orchestrating a trap for the fool who dared harm her, Fox finds himself not just ensnared, but beguiled by her. Now so close to Caddy, he discovers she's fallen for Fox, and yet he's unable to reveal her heart's desire is closer than she thinks. Can Fox resist the temptation to get between Caddy's covers, knowing they'll never have a happily ever after? So, okay. Right off the bat with this book, the the comedy in it is just, is spot on. Like, Caddy mm. is just, she's such a unique character. She has chronic pain. She's um, like considered a plus size main character. So like all these things that um, Kerrigan and Cynthia bring into the story, it just it feels so refreshing because mm, every book yeah. you read is just this like perfect female character. Yeah, but Caddy's not afraid it's of not realistic. Yeah, and Caddy's not like it's like she's not afraid of being just her authentic self, and it's. So awesome to read. Oh, I love oh, It's just, it's so amazing. And, like, so far I haven't gotten any of, like, the vibes of, like, the overdramatic uh, scenes mm. and books that, 
you know, it was supposed to be like the conflict that just feels so like out of place and so um, like immature or just gives you that like cringy feeling. Like I haven't gotten any of that yet. She seems to respond to conflict like a normal, (laughs) like a normal person would. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh God. There's a couple one star reviews. Hey, now we see that on so many of our favorite books. Too. I know. Yeah, that's true. People are entitled to their wrong opinions. <laughs> it's fine. We don't go by reviews. No. But anyway. Uh, I, I don't think that that description really does it for the book. Like, I've had a blast reading this so far. And I'm only halfway through. And that description doesn't feel like it comes close to the actual book. I mean, okay. which is which is good. It's just, yeah. I feel like, I don't know, it needs a little more. Is the description amping it up more or not amping it up enough? Not amping it up enough, I find. Okay. But I find, like, sometimes I like that, though, because I don't like it when descriptions on the back of the book... Yeah, like, you don't want it to give away too much. Yeah, that's why I don't like reading them. <laughs> but I feel like that was so underwhelming, reading that. Hmm. Like, it wasn't as as good as the book itself. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Either way, everybody should read it, because I think it's absolutely fantastic. And so, just inclusive, I guess. And it just feels like a hug. I love that. Yeah. I love, I love, I that. love the main characters. Anyways. What was your next read? The other book that I'm reading right now is just the featured read. Uh, So our featured read is The Coven by Harper L. Woods. 298 pages and genres of fantasy romance and paranormal. Revenge. Raised to be my father's weapon against the coven that took away his sister and his birthright, I would do anything to protect my younger brother from suffering the same fate. My duty forces me to the secret town of Crystal Hollow and the prestigious Hollows Grove University, where the best and brightest of my kind learn to practice their magic free from human judgment. There are no whispered words here, no condemnation for the blood that flows through my veins. The only animosity I face comes from the beautiful and infuriating headmaster, Alaric Grayson Thorne, a man who despises me just as much as I loathe him and everything he stands for. But that doesn't mean secrets don't threaten to tear the school in two. No one talks about the bloody massacre that forced it to close decades prior, only the opportunity it can afford to those fortunate enough to attend. Because for the first time in 50 years... The coven will open its wards to the 13, 13 promising students destined to change the world. If the ghosts of Hollow's Grove's victims don't kill them first. The coven is book one in the Coven of Bones series and ends on a cliffhanger. This is a gothic, dark academia, paranormal romance and includes elements that may be triggering to some readers. Ain't no such thing here. Nope. (laughs) Bring it on. Um, yeah, I absolutely love where this is going so far. Mm-hmm. Even just right off the bat, when he puts his arm on oh, the doorway and, like, leans over her and, like, she has to look all the way up. Uh, even just that, <laughs> that was, like, 
first chapter like that got me right there yeah um i finished the book back a couple days ago i think and i still think about it okay i just wanted to um read out like the very first thing that i highlighted in the coven when he says why don't you come outside and lie to me again love like yeah i love how he calls her love (laughs) anyways yeah i uh... will go over more of those highlights because i've got quite a few highlights at the end of the month god (laughs) i just love his like you can tell the power that he has and not just paranormal wise but like intimidation that he like yeah like his like almost like his aura yeah kind of like yeah i can already feel it Mm, (laughs) and i'm just eating it up god oh god the only issue like i said i've since i finished it the only issue i've had with it is that i wish it was longer 298 pages i feel like it's just not enough and i wanted well i wanted more meat to it well there's book two i know but i just i feel like like, that book could have easily been double. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love books like that, though, like, where you don't want it to end. Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard to not just jump right into book two. Which I might, after I'm done, Nevermore Bookstore, I might just jump right into book two. You may as well. You're only reading one book right now. No, that's going to change now, though, since we've gone over all those books <laughs> that's released this month. Uh yeah, so if any of our listeners would uh, feel inclined to suggest us books to read, or even if you just have, like, book news that you want us to, you know, discuss. If you want to hear us banter and bicker about things. Yes, give it to us. <laughs> oh my us. gosh. <laughs> but as always, our Instagram, at my sister's TBR. Is open for all kinds of suggestions and recommendations. Yeah. Follow us there and, you know, we'll try not to annoy you too much. <laughs> <laughs> we also have a group on Goodreads. Join us over there. Again, thanks for listening to our rambles. <laughs> Shenanigans. We'll be back in two weeks. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Toodles. <laughs>